Baudelaire was driving a Model A across Galilee. He picked up a hitchhiker named Jesus who had been standing among a school of fish, feeding them pieces of bread. Where are you going, asked Jesus, getting into the front seat. Anywhere, anywhere, out of this world, shouted Baudelaire. I'll go with you as far as Golgotha, said Jesus. I have a concession at the carnival there, and I must not be late. Hey, let me ask you something, David. And I must not be late. And I must not be late. <laughs> this, uh... Being a Richard Brodigan. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, I don't know where Golgotha is. See, uh, there's the thing. I was I was brought it's up near, a Jew. No, no, man. It's down it's, Temple Street. Right. It's off Temple Street. By the big temple there? Yeah, the, one right. the, the harder quirk temple? The harder quirk temple? The harder quirk temple. The harder quirk temple. Man, what city are you from? <laughs> well, I just... Heart I of quirk? Yeah, right. It's hearts made of stone. <laughs> You're right. We'll never bleed, right? right? See, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't understand... A lot of things that poets and people, Christians, talk about when they oh, use okay, New right. Testament stuff, because I never read the New Testament. Yeah. You know, like, I'll get off at Golgotha. I don't know what Golgotha is. I really don't. But you pronounce it better than I do. Yeah, well, sure, man. I'm, I'm, my mouth is good, but my brain makes no connection. I see. Golgotha, where is it? Golgotha is the, uh, the uh, uh, isn't it the, uh, the place where they offed him? Where they crucified him. Right. It's the place of skulls or something right. like that, or the place of bluff. I mean, it's the bluff. It's, it's the bluff, the bluff overlooking the, the bluff. place of it's skulls. It's the bluff overlooking the place of skulls. Yeah. I guess we're talking. Or it's a small street right near the federal uh, district court building, <laughs> where they're where they're holding him now. Yeah, right. <laughs> They'll probably crucify him on Golgotha Street. Well, you I, watch. I may as well. I may as well tell a slight Jerusalem story, which was while in Manetz, where a lot of this material comes from. Manetz is a small mid-eastern country. Yes, yeah, right. Very people. small, right. Uh, a man came in, a young guy, came in with a religious tract in his hand and, and a couple in his arm and said, uh, you know, the Christ is here and the Christ is coming and he's gone. And he left. <laughs> Something like that. But he was really, yeah, he was really... That was probably more religious times. That was Maury Branovan, the one-man band, who, by the way, plays free to hospitals, churches, temples, charities, and boys back from Vietnam. He plays free to them. Yeah. Oh, look, he's... Free, he's, you're gonna be free. He plays for boys back from Vietnam. Yeah. He's got that a, sounds like a like a dirty movie uh, uh, logo on the on the sign outside. Maury, boys, boys back from Vietnam. Maury Branovan's one man band, a yeah. dream of my life come true. Basket to, boys back from Vietnam. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. terrible. Oh, that's oh now come on, <laughs> no, guys, come on. That's really terrible. Look, and it says a dream of well, my life. It's a life. terrible war, Bob. It's oh, a it's terrible a, war, you I, know. Hey, I there have been two guys killed over there. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I yeah, that's know. right. There were two boys killed over there in Vietnam. Mm. I think it was in, it was sometime over the last seven years or so. Are uh, there any They're casualties? They're doing terrible uh, things over there. You know what they what happened to them? No. They fell uh, into the empty officers' club swimming pool. No, it's that's empty. Thing. That's right. They left it empty for because of religious ceremonies. That's right. The local that's... people uh, empty right. all their swimming pools <laughs> uh, because of because of the local holidays and also in order to renew their uh, their uh, GI bills. Their that's FHA. right. That's right. Uh, requirements on their homes. Do you know that all? Huts, do you know that all the there. ducks that swim in the pools have GI bills also? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right, Bill. I hit this guy in the stomach, and he just yeah. doubled up like a sleeve. I said, oh, sure, go ahead, take my stripes. I don't care, you know. 
I've been paying for it ever since. Yeah, I have another one. No, I well, they allow me 10 cents a mile, but I drive an expensive car. I should be getting 25 at cents least, a mile. At least. That's what You're you got, right. one of those Imperials. I'm or... your captain. Right, right. I'm your navigator. I'm a pro. That's right. right. Where is this? I gave $400 in non-monetary gifts to the Salvation Army. Yeah, now, that reduced my tax by $100, whether I was entitled to it or not. I right. certainly were, were one or the other. That's the law. That's the law. you got to live by the law. That's you might as well give rule. up. their rule. It's not our rule. It's Which theirs. And I send every doctor like we do business with a check because yeah, I'm basically an honest man. I'm base, I, I, I keep my base honest, and I make my operations as fluid as right. possible. The checks are wonderful businessmen. Yeah. Right, and the right. polls are oh, beautiful God. people. The are my existence. Wisnowski. Wisnowski. He's a happy man. He's got a file in his office and everything. That's right. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's got an auger, too. Yes. Doesn't auger well for the company. Well, it doesn't auger well for his office. It's off by about two or three degrees. That's right. They got a hole in it, you know. That's right. Keeps things rolling, though. That's right. I'll take my secretary. Oh, I'd be glad to, except she's so Come fat. Come here, baby. She helps me separate the important from the unimportant. Like, like, like in from out. Ed. Ed. I don't make up the rules. Uh, no. I just studied them. <laughs> I, I'm doing it for a profit. <laughs> Muhammad? Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. <coughs> you know? Excuse me. You know, Ed, your glasses need straightening. <laughs> well, uh, this has been another edition of <laughs> Businessman's Lunch, The Bluffing Game. Uh, now it's time for our panel of experts to answer the, the three questions mm. which we put to them on, on every one of these shows. Kay. First of all, uh, Lurleen Howard, famous yes. Broadway movie actress. Lurleen, what would you say that the man in the, uh, in, at the businessman's lunch, what did he mean? Well, uh, Jimmy, man I... number Excuse me, man number one. All right, you're on your own. Well, Jimmy, I think that, uh, I think that, that he was basically right because... Usually, the suspect tends to lose track of his story details. Well, it's, it's not a matter of a suspect, though, Louise. I mean, he really isn't a suspect. He's just a, a friend. I mean, you can't look at everybody as a suspect, well, can you? look, it's like I'm that sorry. Story. I'm sorry. Your time is uh, up. Your time is well, up. I didn't have a chance to make my point. Go right ahead, Johnny. Uh, ask the next contestant. Thanks, Paul Huddleston. All right, our next contestant, famous young Broadway comic, Snappy Happy. Snappy. Hi. Hi. Let's say you had were in the position of the man in number two. What would you do? Start now. Well, I, uh... <laughs> this woman came up to me. She lived next door to me in the suburbs. She said, your bushes aren't cut. And I said, you ought to see the way my wife does it when my kids aren't home. <laughs> well, you've got to have a scientific analysis of the, sub of the substance. And the possessor must know he had that substance and what it was. Oh, well, I didn't no. have a chance to finish it. She didn't it. have a chance to, <sighs> to get in. All right, Johnny. Now, why don't you ask contestant number three just exactly where he stands? You got your chance Okay, now. contestant okay. number three. Let him have it, huh? uh, Mr. Andrew Gump of Muskegee, Florida. Andy, you're a typical man on the street. Uh, if you were in the position of businessman number three at that lunch, what would you have done? Help him up. <laughs> I would have been. I would have thrown the salad in his face. That's a winner. That's a if winner. If you report the injuries to the police, but at a trial only tell about the medical treatment and not repeat Fred's statements, you're basically uh, wrong. Oh, well, now, how can I... Okay, now here's the answer to question number one. It's so frustrating. Now, to cure, of course, Fisher administers an electric shock as the homosexual patient looks at photographs of attractive men. 
Then he gradually conditions his subject to become uncomfortable with sexual thoughts in relation to males and finally brings him to the point of preferring women. Yes, but was that barrel made of a soft alloy or was it semi-jacketed? That's what I want to know. You're not communicating. I can't, I can't make the connection between what he said and what you said. Well, well, look, that, look, let me explain. Show me none of those pictures of those she, men. Here it is. Here's look. picture number six. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful... Oh, yeah, all right. All okay. Right. It's, it's of, a, of a naked... Arab boy. All right, yeah, okay, fine. Ow! That was, uh, what, a .4 charge? Yes, that's right, and you'll be charged uh, $4.40 for that, Mr. Oh. Brinkman. Oh, thank you very much. It was well yeah. worth it. Yeah, I had got rid of that, uh, that complex. I'm afraid, that I... Doctor, that, uh, that this subject is not going to respond to the electrical treatment. I notice he's become excited every time we, ch we give him a little, uh, little zets there with the, <laughs> <laughs> the battery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you see, we showed him a picture of a cow, gave him a little zet, say, look, he's excited. That yeah. man that man is, is... He's going to become fixated he, to electricity. You think so, right? Yeah. Just the slightest little shock and he'll become uh, a hard case, as we as say. As it were. A hard cheese. Right? <laughs> look, he's, he's standing up in his chair. That's right. right, right. And he's still sitting down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's far out. Absolutely uh, far out. Yeah, let's measure it. Yeah. This concentrate is dried and fed into the reverberatory furnace, a blast furnace in which the flame reverberates, usually reflected from the roof of the furnace. The solid concentrates become molten mass through which the waste material rises and is discarded as slag. What remains is poured into ingots called anodes. The anodes are submerged in bat sand. By electrolysis, pure copper is deposed on a thin copper cathode, melted and cast finally into bars, ready for mark. On beginning employment, a badge will be issued. Now, this badge must be worn at all times while on duty. If it is lost, you will be charged for the badge. When employment is terminated, the badge must be returned. Sure.